What are we drinking today? I know we weren't gonna say it. White Zinfandel. What brand? Because, oh God, is it Sutter Home? It's I Sutter, think it's Sutter Home. Home. <laughs> We're drinking some Sutter Home today in a plastic cup with and some a mason ice. Jar. Yep, we're very classy in this joint. Welcome. This is our first episode of Fruit of the Vine, a podcast where we're going to learn the Bible one sip at a time. So, the premise of this podcast, essentially, Reverend, is going to speak to me, Amanda, about theology. Yeah, we're going to talk theology, like, I'm going to teach her stuff, she's going to teach me some stuff, and we're going to just go on this crazy adventure together. It's going to be so fun. So, today we just wanted to give a short introduction, let you guys know a little bit about us, about what this podcast is going to be like, and hopefully if you're interested, you'll like to stick around, subscribe on your various podcast listening platforms. Um, We'd love to see you back. So, um, diving a little deeper, I'm Amanda. I'm Kelly. And a little background about ourselves. Um, I'm 25 years old. My pronouns are she, her. And I am a high school science teacher. What about yourself? So I am 24. I'll be 25 coming up, like, really soon. So, like, happy birthday to me, probably. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, my pronouns are she, her. And I'm a pastor. How long have you been a pastor? I've been a pastor since March of last year, so a year and a half, gonna be going on two years in a few months. Amazing. Exciting. Um, So how did we meet? We met through Josh. Yeah, we met through my husband in college. Yeah. Um, They were all in the same friend group, and then I came along. (laughs) So, you know. Um, (laughs) We welcomed her with open arms. Honestly, you did. Like, it was weird how accepting everybody was. I was just like, oh, hello. Hello, hello. group of friends. Yes. I mean, Josh was kind of like the icon of our group. He kind of held us all together, so we trust his judgment. It's true. He's the glue. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so we weren't actually super close at first. Not for any particular reason. We just... Exposure. Yeah. Or, like, the lack thereof. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I was kind of all over the place in college. We were kind of in different places. Yeah. So, um, at first we weren't too close, um, they got married, they have since had a beautiful baby. Yes, little Charlie. Um, and recently in the last few years since we've graduated and kind of, actually, funny enough, kind of moved to different places, um, we've become closer, which is, I don't know how that happened, but it did. Just makes the heart grow fonder? I guess. (laughs) So, um, now we got tight, and the funny thing is, and this is kind of where the idea of the podcast stemmed from we found that we were having all these like really interesting conversations yeah like amanda recently just joined my church yeah and you know it came up we were in a group chat like Mm -hmm. on discord and i was like so guys i'm doing a um you know welcoming new people into the church tomorrow who wants to join and amanda and our other friend brianna Mm -hmm. decided yeah let's do it Mm-hmm. And so now, technically, I am Amanda's pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, like, friends first, also pastor. Yeah. Fun situation. Yeah. So, as her pastor, it is now my duty, basically, <laughs> to um, 
you know, introduce her to theology, introduce her to Jesus, because it's not, well, I mean, I guess you can kind of touch on that, like your background in that. Yeah, definitely. We have very, very different backgrounds as far as the church goes, as far as religion goes. So I was actually raised, um, what I thought, funny enough, is atheist. My mom made a big point of being like, no, we raised you agnostic. To me, they sound like the same things because I am severely undereducated in religion, in Christianity. Um, the extent of my knowledge is basically anything that's been brought to my attention through pop culture and kind of just because we live in a Christian Western society, mm -hmm. things just come up. Um, but I am... Still, I would still identify as atheist. I really joined the church just to be a supportive friend. Uh, this is not news to Reverend Kelly. Not at all. <laughs> so um, she is on, I mean, not on the same page as me, but she's aware of my stance. Um, but I found that we had these really interesting conversations as somebody who is not religious. I, I mean, my plans are not to suddenly become a, a like a Bible thumper, like no offense. I hope that's not like an offensive I, term. I mean, I'm not that either, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But like, I am very wary of religion, generally speaking. And yeah, um, I mean, same. <laughs> so, um, but I, I still found we were having these really interesting topic, topical conversations about this and that here and there, whenever, you know, things would come up and she was really, um, approaching it very openly I guess, and very welcoming, and very, like, it intrigued me to learn what she had to say. So, if it intrigued me to learn what she had to say, I figured it might be something interesting to other people, um, and now we're here. And here we are. Yeah. So enjoy our journey. Yeah, I really, I mean, I hope it's a good one. So, let's talk a little bit about a couple of disclaimers about this podcast particularly. So you'll notice that we didn't classify this podcast as a Christian podcast. And we did that for a very specific purpose. Yeah, because like, you know, while I'm going to be teaching Amanda about theology, about my background in Christianity, you know, I'm also learn like looking to learn more about, like we were talking about astrology recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um like tarot cards and that kind of stuff like I'm really intrigued like mm -hmm. what that's all about but I think a lot of what we're wanting to talk about is like I mean educating each other but also seeing where those overlaps exist yeah you know and just kind of seeing like what does this all mean yeah and obviously we're not going to find like all the answers to you know the world's problems or the universe or theology or anything like that here but it is good conversation good wine usually and just kind of enjoying ourselves and and having these deeper conversations that can be, you know, eye-opening. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just thought of that one, what is it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think, where he walks in. He's like, I want the most expensive bottle of wine you have. And he's like, yeah, it's like $1,600. I'm sorry, I want the $8-iest <laughs> bottle of wine you have. That's us. Yep. $8 bottle. $8 theology, man. $8 theology. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So, like, I guess a little bit about my own background. Yeah. Then. Do tell. Um, so, I've been a pastor for, you know, a year and a half, going on two years. Mm -hmm. um, my, like, background in that, though, is I started going to church when I was seven because I had stayed over with a friend on a Saturday night. 
which meant we were going to church in the morning. And I'm just like, uh, okay, cool. That's fine. And um, my sister got sick. And people from this church just, like, rallied around our family. Like, there was somebody with us every single day in the hospital. We didn't know anybody in this congregation. So it was just really neat. And so, you know, um, we started going more and got really involved. My sister and I got baptized. And, you know, super, super duper involved. Um, And we did that for about seven years. But then... I was 14 or 15 at this point, and there was some change in leadership, and um, I guess, like, long story short, they were just, like, less welcoming to my family because my sister has special needs because of said sickness. And um, there was a shift from, you know, oh, we want to, you know, support this child to, okay, um, just, like, warn us when you're coming. And it was, like, really toxic. Yeah, kind of really terrible. I didn't know that. Yeah. And um, at the same time, you know, I'm like in middle school. And so middle school is hard enough already. But like Absolutely. trying to get involved in the youth group. And it was like a really big church. Mm-hmm. And um, like the, you know, trying to like fit in in middle school when you're already kind of weird. And it's just like didn't work Mm -hmm. and but like all of those things just kind of led my family like away from the church for a while um for roughly another seven years Mm -hmm. where I was doing more like humanitarian kind of work um like what's the word of like community service kind of stuff yeah Mm -hmm. like working with the boys and girls clubs yeah and just like you know nonprofits Mm -hmm. in that kind of area um and it wasn't until my junior year of college, senior year of college, yeah, um, one of our friends that we had met at the first church became a pastor. And so she was like, hey, uh, come see me, you know, like, come to my church. And my mom was like, okay, yeah, sure. Hey, Kelly, we're going to go to church. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went. <laughs> um, met my husband. Another crazy story and for another crazy podcast. <laughs> I love that story so much. It's <laughs> so good. But Talk about meant to be in fate. Maybe <sighs> we should do a po- episode on fate and what it means to honestly, each of us. Honestly, mm, yes, that, that's, <laughs> that's a whole episode in and of oh, itself. Oh, I'm sure. Um... Yeah, so I met my husband and immediately joined the church. Not because of my husband, but it just, like, it worked out. Mm-hmm. I'll explain later. <laughs> and, you know, so once I was back in it, um, graduated, was teaching at a small Christian school where the pastor's daughter went, and I was one of her teachers, and so she was on me, like, every day. Like, hey, so, like, when are you going to be a pastor? And I was like, who do you think you're talking to? No, thank you. Uh, and, you know, after a few months, it finally just, like, clicked mm-hmm. that, you know, this is where I was meant to be. Um, Josh and I were marrying Joseph in the live nativity for the second year at this point. And 
in the Christmas Eve service Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, like just standing outside waving at the road and like nobody Mm -hmm. comes in and it's just like really awkward. You know, we were incorporated into the service and I was asked to read the Magnificat or Mary's Mm -hmm. song. Okay. Um, So like, let me say, I'm going to dump this down for a second. Yeah, I was like, Um, I'm looking at her wide-eyed. I very much don't know what most of these words are at this point. But we are, however going to be doing a Christmas episode next just because of the timing of things. Mm. Um, so hopefully this will be going up early December and then mid-December towards Christmas. Hopefully will be our Christmas episode. So yeah. hold your breath. We'll dive deeper into Christmas then, but continue just, with your story. Well, just like a good short little... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Explain this real yep. quick. Um, so after Mary finds out that she is going to be carrying Jesus, okay, um, she has like this song, this poem mm-hmm. that she says. Mm-hmm. And so, dressed as Mary, I was standing in front of the church reading this poem as part of the Christmas Eve service. Mm -hmm. And I was a theater major for three years before this point. Great actress. I've seen it. (laughs) And so, you know, I did the whole, like, character thing Mm -hmm. where I, like, you know, did as much research as I could, like, really tried to get her backstory. Are you a method actress? Maybe. Oh my gosh. Okay. The dedication. Um, (laughs) and you know, so in that moment I was just like reading this scripture. I meant, I wanted to memorize it and I just didn't get that far because I had like two weeks notice Mm -hmm. and finals. College. College. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was standing in front of everybody reading this and like literally it felt like the, like the sky opened up in front of me. And I just had this, like, revelation of, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there had been all this nudging and pushing mm-hmm. for, like, the couple months leading up to it. So yeah. I was like, okay, God, I'm listening. What do you want from me? <laughs> and within two months, I had been accepted into seminary. Um, you know, was already, like, kind of on that track. Mm-hmm. And within a year from that... Um, I was placed in my first church because this was 2017 Mm -hmm. and so 2019 I got put in my first appointment was your first appointment here at Anthony oh I don't know if we're saying it's fine okay um no my first well my first first appointment was um in the next town over okay in March of that year March of 19 And then in July, I got placed at my current church. Right. But I was doing both of those until a few months ago. Right, right, right. I remember. Yeah. And so, um... Probably a story for another episode, huh? That's how that happened. Right, right, right. Um, well, I guess... I, I didn't, this was me hearing a lot of this for the first time, and I think it was really fascinating how it kind of came in waves, your your involvement in the church. Yeah. Yeah, which is fascinating because this whole time that I've known you in my head, I thought you were, like, from birth, baptized, gone to church every Sunday your whole life. I remember you did tell me in the past that you fell off for a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, but I thought you were had been going. I thought your family was just religious, always, mm-hmm. and that's really interesting to hear. Yeah, like, growing up, because, like, my mom never went to church growing up, hmm. and I don't know if my dad did mm-hmm. um but it was one of those like you know I grew up believing in God right 
and I had associated myself with Christianity. Okay. But it wasn't something that I, we ever really explored until, you know, a friend brought me to church. Right. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> They've got, like, snacks and coloring pages and cool stuff. So let's See, keep doing this. That's so fascinating because my involvement in church is very different. Very different. Do tell. Do okay. tell. So I, I already mentioned that I was raised agnostic. Mm-hmm. I identify atheist. Um, we were, and you had a funny term for this, but I already forgot. Um, let me backtrack a little bit. My mom went to a very, very small Christian school throughout her education, uh, through, hi- through high school. Um, they went to church every Sunday. My dad went to church every Sunday. Um, but when they had me... I don't really know how the conversation went, but I do know that they decided they weren't going to do that. They weren't going to baptize us. They weren't going to do the church every Sunday thing because this is just kind of how my parents are. Mm -hmm. They wanted us to have the right to choose what we believe in. Mm -hmm. Not just because we went to church every Sunday and were baptized. You know what I mean? They wanted to give us the opportunity to make that choice for ourselves when we had a better understanding of what religion is and what religion means. Because and that's as a why kid, we're here. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because we, I mean, kids, religion as a construct is something that is very, I would say, hard for kids to grasp. Oh, for sure. Because it's just such a big and involved idea. It's so complicated, but so simple at the same time. Yeah. That on the one hand, it's great to introduce it to children uh-huh. because it's like, okay, I can like grasp onto these simple concepts right. and then delve Build into it onto later. It. But at the same point, you know, if you're not trying to, um, like, obviously my daughter goes with us to yeah. church every mm-hmm. Sunday because she's the pastor's kid. Yeah. Like, she kind of has to be there. Yeah. But, you know, um, I see both sides of it. Yeah, and you I'm know, not... Because I didn't start till I was, like, seven. For sure. And it was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, it wasn't really a huge deal yet because mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Yeah, okay. See, and I'm not... I don't think one way is the right way or the wrong way. This mm-hmm. is just the way that I'm exposed to. Yeah. And then I'm also being exposed because I'm here... I mean, I wouldn't say all the time, but I'm here often. I'm around you guys often, and I see... I mean, at this point, baby just naps during church. <laughs> Eventually, she will be... Well, actually, she was in your service not too long ago. She was a, mm-hmm. a big part of your service mm-hmm. not too long ago. So, I digress. Um, so, back to, like, my history within church. Um, we did do the whole Christmas and Easter thing. Creasters. Creasters. And that wasn't every year. It was kind of the years, like... And I'll get more into kind of Christmas. I feel like Christmas I associate with church more. And I'll, I'll get into that in the Christmas episode because it's kind mm-hmm. of like a sweet story. Um, but, yeah, we did Easter a couple of times. Um, went to a couple baptisms. And went to a couple of random services here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, not ever at one given church. Well, I have one church that we kind of go to regularly. I don't really anymore. But, like... We went to that church regularly, and then there's another church, um, and I don't really feel that bad about saying this, but it kind of scared me. I didn't like it. It very much was, like, culty, and, like, mm-hmm. my one side of the family is very religious, and they would go, and they would bring us sometimes, and I was never comfortable. I was never comfortable. Even when they, like, sent us to, like, youth church there, I was like, 
oof, this makes me very uncomfy. I feel <laughs> I that. I don't like it. And um, so anyways, that's kind of like the taste that was left in my mouth about church. Occasionally I'd go to church and I'd, I'd hear something that the pastor said and it would stick out to me and I would be like, oh, that's interesting. It's kind of just like they're telling us moral stories. And so I built this idea of church in my head of like, A, I'm really progressive. Like, I'm a very, very progressive person. I mean, same. Yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely same. But I built this idea of church in my head as sometimes not the most welcoming. But I did appreciate it for certain people when it's done, like, I guess I don't want to say correctly, but, like, done... Well. Well, I guess. Yeah. Um, That it provides community and support Mm -hmm. for the people who need it. They feel like, for some reason, they need... Mm -hmm. A community they need support they need to believe in something bigger and that's perfectly fine and, and we've talked about this in the past of like people for some reason find that they're all drawn to the same ideas mm-hmm. and they're um anyways i could just go on and on but i am excited to touch on that topic yeah for sure yeah and, <laughs> and we're gonna touch on so many different topics and hopefully there's a good diversity of topics and we can really dive deep into these ideas but so that's kind of the picture that I had built up in my in my head of churches maybe not being like sometimes the most welcoming but um I can appreciate it for the community that it provides and then Josh was constantly asking me to go to church in college and I pretty much I don't think I've ever once said yes I think one time eventually when you were in the picture um you guys wanted me to go see kind of like a play that your church was putting on. You were in it, and I think Josh was in it. Oh, that's right. That's the only time I ever went to that church, even though he literally asked me for the five years of college that we knew each other, like, consistently. And I always said no, and I never felt comfortable being like, no, because I feel like a fraud. And I and Josh would just be like, no, come, it's free food. Come on, you're a college kid. It's free food. No big deal. And I'd be like, no, man, that makes me feel like a bad person because people are going to want to touch church and they're going to find out I'm a fraud and then they're going to be mad at me because I have this idea that people hate me. Anyways, that's a mental health topic that we'll talk about probably never, but... Probably <laughs> never. <laughs> Point is, I never wanted to go because I felt like a fraud. And, you know, and like that's one of the huge problems in the church right now is that there's this idea that you have to already be there. Yeah. In order to be Yeah, accepted. I didn't want to just show up. But. And eat like, some food and leave. But, like, that was never. Well, no. That was not the intention mm-hmm. of church. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't supposed to be like, all right, everybody is already perfect. Let's show off how great we are. No, like, Jesus says, you know, you don't go to the doctor if you're healthy. Like, the doctor's for sick people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just go, like, I'm feeling great, but I'm just going to stop in. No, like, it's designed in order to basically rehabilitate people mm-hmm. and to be that, like, source of wellness, mm-hmm. spiritually speaking. Or, yeah. I mean, even grander than that in some cases. Um, but, like, that's the impression. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm not already you know, I don't already have a seminary education, so I'm not going to belong. Yeah. Well, 
And it's so interesting because you've been very warm and welcoming. And for the most part, a lot of the people I've met through the church have been very warm and welcoming. Um, they, of course, do not know that I am not religious. So who knows if that would change? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. But um, there are definitely people in churches that I've been to that have not been warm and welcoming. There have been people who you know, very quick to judge me because I'm not baptized, very quick to judge me or and my parents for raising me to, you know, be able to pick my own religion, very quick to judge me because I don't go to church on Sundays, even though, you know, and I'm not like trying to toot my horn, but I feel like I'm generally like a good person or I try my hardest to be a good person as often as I can. And I'm not perfect, but I find that the people that are the ones judging me from what I know about their backgrounds, Maybe they're not they're the not best. Either. Yeah, so None like, of us are. so it's it's been a really interesting dichotomy that I've built in my head mm-hmm. um, about church and, and as somebody who's not religious, like trying to separate the whole like God Jesus thing and heaven and hell thing mm-hmm. from like just the community it provides, and I continue to believe about you know it provides a really great service a really great community and a really great like beacon for those who do need to believe in something after I guess yeah and you know it's so funny because like that there's this saying that like the best thing about church is the people Mm -hmm. but also the worst thing about church is the people yikes because well because of that very Mm -hmm. reason yeah you know, like, we get so caught up in the social aspect of it. The, po- and the, what? the I, It's like the church politics. The church politics and, like, the country club-ness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's this idea of, like, you know, you have to look a certain way. You have to dress a certain way. You know, like, there's this idea of, you know, your Sunday best. Yeah. You know, where you get super dressed up yeah. to go to church. And then, like, pre-COVID would go out to a restaurant and, you know, everyone could tell, like, oh, they've just been to church. Yeah, for sure. But why isn't it something that we can just embrace throughout the week and not have to dress a certain way, not have to live up to this, like, standard that we've set for ourselves and just, like, you know, if you're going to worship Jesus, like, just go and do that. Which is very much... I would say a good summary of your sermon from last week. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, like, your sermon from last week was saying that exact thing, mm-hmm. where it was like, be an influencer. Be an influencer for good. The church should be an influencer for good. Why am I any different here in my robes? I don't know if there's, like, a proper term for those robes. I mean, that's, that's what I call them. Okay. And there's no difference between me and my robes and me and, me, me and my street clothes. Yeah. So, Yeah. I mean, and we are in COVID times. We're in COVID times and everybody lost their their minds when the churches had to close. Mm-hmm. And that was something I saw a lot of was church isn't a building. It is a belief or yes! whatever. So that's what I saw a lot of going around and trying to keep people's hopes up. But like churches being closed really did affect a lot of people and they were very offended by it mm-hmm. and very... Um, uh, they were reluctant to try new things, I would say. I wouldn't say everybody, but I would say I did see a good amount of people just being not too happy about the church building in and of itself closing down yeah. or or shifting. 
mm-hmm. you guys have luckily been able to reopen in a, you know, a different building because it, it meets guidelines a little better mm-hmm. and you're being as safe as possible, especially because you're, I would say, <laughs> not in an insulting way, but your con- constituency, what do you call The congregants? Congregants. Yeah. Your, uh, your congregation is... I would say chronologically mature. Yeah, yeah, chronologically mature. Yeah, they're old. It's okay, we can say that. (laughs) So, um, I think you guys have done the best you can in COVID times, and, Mm um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's part of the beauty, but also like one of the. It goes back to like the best thing about churches people and the worst thing about churches people because, you know. As humans, like, we're creatures of habit. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to just, like, all right, let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, just try to survive and do my thing and do it well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there comes a time when we have to change our thing. Mm-hmm. And it's uncomfy. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like being uncomfy. Change is scary. It is. I mean, because, you know, you've got your thing. And you're like, all right, cool. This is, like, running on autopilot. But in a way, like, that's kind of been one of the best things for the church because now we have to step out and we have to explore, like, what does it mean to be church? Yeah. Because we're not in our sanctuary. Yeah. We're not in our, like, normal situation. Yeah. And so it's it's so different, but it's so good. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Any kind of evolution, any kind of progression, mm-hmm. if it's done in a healthy manner. And I mean, it, it is unfortunate. I will say that it's unfortunate the circumstances, but... I think the way you guys have embraced it has been impressive. Um, but a couple of other things we did want to mention is we always say, you know, learning theology, talking theology, learning the Bible, even our, I don't know, catchphrase. I don't know. That sounds so corny to say, but learning the Bible one step at a time, yeah. which you came up with because you are creative mastermind. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but we... Specifically want to men- <laughs> we specifically want to uh, mention that when we're talking theology, we're specifically talking about Christian theology. And like, I am a United Methodist pastor. Yeah, um, I am a licensed UM pastor, um, working on provisional eldership, which I'll we can probably do a whole episode, episode on for sure. that Definitely. topic. Yeah. But, um, you know, so I'm on my way to, like, full, full ordination, but I'm um, licensed to be in my church. Mm-hmm. So... So we're not talking about every type of religion that there is out there, because we don't know every type of religion there is out there. Honestly, I don't even know all the different types of Christianity, because, like, there's so, it's so different. Yeah. You know, so I can speak from my own experience, I can speak from my own seminary education, which I'm about halfway through my degree, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so we're probably gonna be wrong about a lot of things. Oh, for sure. Especially me. I know yeah, like, no things. There's, there's and I, and I never want to be, I never want to be offensive. So if I ever say something incorrect, please correct me. I hope you as a listenership, correct me kindly. Kindly, uh, please. Kindly. We don't know too much about what we're doing. So, um, yeah, gentle, gentle nudges in the right direction would be always appreciated because I never want to be offensive. Um, 
but I, I, I do want to learn. And Josh actually asked, like, why do you want to learn? Why are you interested in this? And it comes down to just, it's something that my friend is highly involved with. It is something that we are in a Western Christian society, and I don't know anything about that at all. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I can appreciate just from, like, wanting to learn and be involved with something that my friend is all about. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I, I just think that it's fascinating. Even if it, if it's not, like, we're not trying to convert anybody here. Yeah. You know, this is not the point. We're not really even doing, like, a Bible study type deal. We're just talking. We're just, just... Yeah, it's just a conversation. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, definitely. So, we wanted to kind of mention that and mention how, you know, I am atheist, and you're obviously um, a reverend, yeah. and it's going to be the two altering perspectives going on throughout. Mm-hmm. So, um, hopefully we can get people interested who are from varying religions from varying perspectives yeah like if if you're listening and are of a different faith entirely please like chime in chime in like talk to us you know um because we're just here to learn yeah exactly you know share our experiences Mm -hmm. and um you know if you've got your obviously you have your own experiences so Mm -hmm. like send us an email you know fotv pod at gmail I'm so impressed. I literally wouldn't have been able to tell you that, but that, I'm fairly certain that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. F-O-T-V. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, if you, you know, want to share your own story or if you just, like, want to say hi, send us an email or whatever. Yeah. We'll yeah. do social medias at some Eventually. Point. <laughs> if we find that people find that they want to reach out in a different way, let us know. We'll be yeah. glad to whip something up. Um, and then the last kind of like, I don't know about the last, but something else we did want to mention is that you were talking about posting possibly Sunday sermons. Yeah, so... Actually, I wanted to talk to you about that because I'm debating on if I want to post them here mm-hmm. or if I wanted to start a Rev Mama Everling podcast. <laughs> wow, let's try that again. <laughs> Rev Mama Everling um, podcast. Because well, I don't know if it, like... I see what you're saying. It might not be the most appropriate to post here because we are being careful about, like, the dichotomy of our viewers and the dichotomy yeah. of ourselves. But at the same point, like, you know, if you're... Interesting. Listen, yeah. Then there they are. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem posting them. I think post them if you find that yeah. people, if you guys are interested in hearing more, maybe we can eventually. You can think about you know doing a spinoff. Oh a my spin-off. gosh. Oh wow. <laughs> um. But for now, we're. You can definitely. I'm. I'm welcome to you posting them here on this pod. But um, we did want to, and we'll we'll probably give a disclaimer every time there's like a Sunday sermon episode. Letting people know if this is not what you're here for. Like a different intro or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letting you guys know, hey, this is this is not your jam. Please feel free to come back next week. Or whatever the case may be. Um, Just because we are... We're not, like we said, trying to convert anybody. We're not... We're just talking. We're just... We're just doing our chatting. Yeah. So, anyways. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. I think... I think this was pretty good. Cool, cool, cool. All right, guys. 
All right. Well, have a good week. Yeah. Stay blessed. Have a good one, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.